Philip, and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Owie, back for another episode of Between the Sets. And Owie, it's lovely to have you here in the studio. How are you doing, mate? Mate, this is the first time I've been in the actual studio since you've set it up, and the first time I've been back since our big three. And what, oh, mate, I, have I been just carrying on galore? Do you think this is a coincidence? You don't just get gear like this if you're just no. a fourth place team. If yeah, you're that's a seventh right. place team. But when you get a podium finish, the money starts rolling Fuck in. Fuck them right off, mate. This is, look, at, <laughs> look at the shit we got. We finally got a power pack for this LED light back <laughs> yeah. here. And, uh, Timmy, can I just say, congratulations to the, all the other teams, but, I mean, we fucking smoked up. Oh we got you up. We got you good. Well, there was two teams that absolutely smoked us. <laughs> we got absolutely <laughs> pantsed and every single one of them loved it. Well, not everybody loved it. Uh, actually, everyone did love it. Yeah. Everyone did love Number one and number two. Yeah. Not many people liking the number three. No, that's right. <laughs> no. And, well, for good reason. I mean, Dave Malloy, I'm sorry. As much as I can be sorry for coming third in the Australian Body Serving Classic. Um, and I've been sal- sending him daily updates of this, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I, n- I think we should dedicate this episode to Dave Malloy. Now, yeah. for those who don't know, Dave Malloy is a big character in the body surfing community here in Sydney, Australia, especially in the eastern suburbs. He's one of the best photographers mm. in the game. And a lot of the photos you'll be seeing are Dave Malloy photos. But he... What did he say, Owie, when we, we got third place? <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to hear the end of this. And you won't. You, honestly, you will not. And I know we've had a lot of recap. The last three episodes have been a big recap. Mm. Uh, but we haven't had you no. on. And this is your carry-on. This is your chance to say hello to Dave Malloy mm. and everyone else that wants to hear your insights about what it's like to be a third place body surfing captain, team captain. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's it's an incredible, and I don't think we will carry on for too much longer. No, well, really, Tim, it's the end of our season. Mm. You know, like the the Australian Body Serving Classic is the culmination of a year's work, mm. and we're, we're coming down now, like normal years, January to December. You hit Christmas Day, and you go, all right, we'll just we'll call it off until New Year's Eve. Start the start the year strong. Now, nah, for us, <laughs> we're starting the year strong. This is the end. <laughs> Bang, done. New season. Mm. So, carry on as much as we want today, I say. Well, I was going to suggest maybe we carry on until the end of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Like this? Well, yeah, we've got a few more episodes up our sleeve. And I think we'll we'll sprinkle in a bit of the glory that comes with being a third place body surfing champion team. Of course, yes. Let's 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 just carry on for the rest of the year. We'll have our AGM soon, and we'll we'll carry on big time then. And then let's retool the podcast once again. Mm. Come in even harder for twenty twenty three. There's been a lot of talk of retooling, you know, to, and we've said it year after year, season after season. But this year, mm. this season mm. is going to be tooled. <laughs> <laughs> We're tooling it. We're tooling it so hard. And before we get into your analysis of the Australian Body Surfing Classic for 2022, let's announce some big news that we have for the Body Surf Podcast for 2023. It's not that far away, are no. we? And I'm very excited. I've been running this little Facebook group 
for a while. Mm. We've got about 200 members in this Facebook yeah, group. Yeah, you're doing the hard yards, Timmy, and I just come along <laughs> at the end of the day and, and talk a bit, of, <laughs> a bit of malarkey. Yes. But, you know, I, I'm committed. I'm committed. I want to get my hands more involved. Oh, I want, good. I want my, my fingers in the pie, Tim. Yeah, there's a few pies. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot few of pies. pies going around. But we put out a little feeler on the Facebook group. I love the Facebook group. doesn't get a lot of love, but I like posting some stuff up there. You know what the Facebook group is good for? Mm. It's the fringe listeners. Yes. The people who aren't really yeah. into the Instagram. Yeah. You know? It's the Ryan Fitzies of okay, the world. Okay, okay. You know, it's the yeah. Newcastle body surfers. They're They're there. They're okay, watching. good. They're good. watching. So, they're, Tim, don't think that you... I worry I post too much no. on it. Yeah. Do not think that your your efforts go to waste. And even the Australian Body Surfing Facebook group, that's that's a good spot to yeah. be posting Oh, stuff. for sure. But C- we Congratulations, really, on, on making sure that this continues to go because really this year has we've gone from strength to strength. The listeners may not... It may not be coming through the microphones, <laughs> but the backstage... What we've got going on behind the scenes is a lot more coordinated than it was before. That's right. So, for a long time, myself and Oe, we've been the co-hosts of the Body Surf Podcast. We, well, you came up with this idea, Oe. I remember when we were sort of starting to get into body surfing, you said... I think we've got to do a body surf podcast. Yeah, set you- of twins on a set of swings. <laughs> and I just said, I'm going to need a bit more information. <laughs> and you told me everything and you go, mm. we've got to keep it simple. Because we were always trying to be very creative and no one liked it. Yeah. So you go, keep it simple. The name of the show, The Body Surf Podcast. That's it. And I just went, yeah. <laughs> I understand. It is what it says on the tin. So we came up with this idea and we were just producing this show together. We we had access to some radio studios. We had access to some old wooden analog mixers and we were just doing our best. But we also had access to some great guests in the early days. And then Wolfo got involved as executive producer. Now, I'm not sure why Wolfo wanted to be executive producer. I think it was because he was head of childcare, or he had a really bad role Mm. in the Budgie Boys. So, in the Budgie Boy team, we all are assigned roles. Yeah, at the AGM that Mm. hasn't happened for a couple of years, COVID restricted, obviously. We have different roles. And and the hawk, as it's affectionately known, is the shittest role. The worst job. And there's only one job that's worse, and I think it's... Body Surf Podcast intern. <laughs> that's the word. That's below the head of childcare. Yeah. So Wolfo wanted to stay clear of all that, and he promoted himself to executive producer yeah. of the podcast. And he's been great. He's been helping us tighten up this show. He's been getting good guests. He's always pitching really good ideas. He's selling us good. He's very good with the technical stuff as well, and he mm. does a great graphic. He put all those graphics yeah. together for the live stream of the Australian Body Surfing Classic, mm, wow. which I think made it look very schmick. Mm. So, Woofo's been working really hard with us. And then, recently, cute boy Corey, who has been an integral part of the show for a very, very long time. Mm. He was one of the... I think he was the second guest uh, on the on the podcast. Yeah, and he's a polarizing figure. Yes. So we get it. If you don't like him, that's all right. You can mute him. But there's more to there's more to life on the Body Surf podcast than Corey Sainsbury. Like I don't even like him that much. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a lot. He's on board. He, he's he's good for us. You know, he, he's appealing to the younger demographic. 
the we we need to stay relevant, Tim. You know, and who would have thought two white guys in their mid to late thirties mm. are getting not relevant with the kids anymore? Yeah, would you say Corey is the Sam Frost of the Body <laughs> Surf Podcast? Yeah, uh, yes, I would, Tim. <laughs> So we've got Corey on board, and Corey again, second guest on the show. He often fills in. When when Uga came on once, Corey was just there. Uh, I had Dane Torres on the show recently. Corey helped uh, co-host that show. He came back from Flat Rock a few weeks ago. He co-hosted mm. a show then. So he's always been on the podcast. When we almost signed him to the Budgie Boys, in his contract... He actually wrote in that he could come on the podcast whenever he wanted. Yeah. And I question that. I go, why would you want to mm. do that? But he just loves body surfing so mm. much he wants to be involved. So, Corey has now come on officially as senior producer of the Body Surf podcast. And it's a great little promotion. It's a great little deal for us, I think, because he's well-connected. Yeah. And, and that's, the, that's the best thing about having people like Wolfo and Corey... On the team, I mean, you and me, we we just say the words. You know, we're not doing the research. I don't have the the big wealth of knowledge, the surfing knowledge of Wolfo. You know, Wolfo's surfing knowledge, especially of the the local surfing yeah. knowledge, is second to none. Yes. Um, and Corey knows, or at least asks questions to the guys who are in the know um, of the body surfing history, particularly of Australia. Mm. Um, but that's someone that we need to be working with us to say, all right, boys, here's what you say. Here's the information mm. um, that we don't have time to to research out ourselves. And he's also connected to Hawaii, mm. and that's really helped us out a lot. Yeah. So it's great to have Corey on board as in a, an official capacity. He's always been a big part of the canon here at yeah. the Body Surf Podcast, but it's so nice to have him on. He, uh, he gave himself... Uh, an unusual role. I don't know if you saw that email that floated around. I think mm-hmm. senior manager of. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I don't. Okay. Know, we don't need a manager. No. We need a producer, man. Yeah. So senior producer. No is one manages me. <laughs> Except your manager <laughs> and your wife. Vera said that. <laughs> so Corey's on board, senior producer, and now we put the little feeler out on the Facebook group. Again, you said this is the fringe of our fan base. So a very eclectic group of fans on the Facebook page. I just said, hey, this is what's been going on. Would anyone like to get involved and be our assistant slash intern producer? I was hoping a young a young person would get involved mm. that's maybe keen to get into radio mm. and I could give them a reference. I've actually gotten a few mates some jobs at some pretty good radio stations recently. You've got a good CV, Tim. So I've got some connections and I thought if you come on here, you do six months, you do a year with us and then you might be able to get a really nice radio job. Mm. It would look good. Hey, the Body Surf Podcast, intern, whatever you want to say, we'll give you a reference. We'll give you whatever you need. But instead, we got an old dog. We got an old dog that doesn't need any radio experience, that doesn't need any podcasting experience. He doesn't need an internship. He doesn't, he doesn't need, need an introduction. He doesn't need college <laughs> credits. You know, he's he's an established person. He's an established businessman. He's an established body surfer. But again, probably our number one fan. Mm. And he's now coming on board as assistant producer of the Body Surf Podcast. I've got no idea who you're talking about, Tim. It's Hamish Christie. Oh, how good. So... I'm worried because I feel like we're going to lose a Patreon member. 
Yeah. <laughs> if he's producing the content, he's going to watch it for free. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he's not paying for that. But it's worth it. It's worth losing the $6 a month mm. to get... I don't know. You've seen the <laughs> sign, mate. Don't make me tap the sign. The sign means... Okay, <laughs> but yeah, $6 a month loss to get a very... Very good producer on the books. I'm happy for that to happen. So, we've got a nice little team. Mm. And another quick announcement. Yep. In 2023, the Body Surf Shop are coming on board as the official sponsor of the Body Surf Podcast. Mate, does that mean free gear for us? Is that more free gear? Good, good gear and good, good gear to give away. Well, that's what we started the podcast about, getting some freebies. Getting some good getting gear. Some freebies. I've never really kept much of the gear Don't I've been give given. Everything I away. give it all <laughs> away. The only thing I have kept is my slide grom. Yeah. And do you know what? At the Australian Body Surfing Classic after party, I got Trav and Ace to sign it. Oh, nice. Yes. That's a nice touch. So, that's the one board... That I didn't pay for that I've kept. Yeah. Everything I get, even we we were given some stealths. Yeah. Some soft, new softy flex stealths. Everyone at the Australian Body Surfing Classic was given this. What, 140 people were given fins? Yeah, a lot of fins. Um, I gave them away straight away. Who'd you give them to? Finn Padman. Oh. Regular guest on the Body Surf Podcast, nice. an up-and-coming comedian. He went for a surf, so I gave him the... They and they fit perfect. They they They're are great. nice and comfy. He, I saw the little video you posted. Yeah, well, he also took out the um, skipper handboard, the the boog, the little pink one. The, the, no, the wooden one I bought. I bought it off skipper when I went to a meet up in Tamarama. Oh yes, um, got it like a hundred bucks, and he chucked in a t shirt. Mm. So I, I really only bought this board because I liked the look of it. And I wanted to just maybe use it as a bit of art deco in the house. Mm. But then Finn is an ex-bodyboarder and he really wants to get into body surfing. So, I gave it to him with the, the fins and a, a floppy bucket and a t-shirt and, uh, you know. Well, the, yeah, the whole thing. I'm You've trying to get a floppy bucket. I'm trying to recruit too, him. Yeah. So, um, this is like a fruit basket or a muffin yeah, basket yeah, yeah, to yeah. try and get him on the budgie boys. And he went out for a surf in Kalbara. Mm. And it, he's already better than all of us, Yeah, mate. good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. So in. I'm ready to cut a few more people right, from please. the team because Finn Padman's ready to go. And I'd like to say we need it, but we don't. Mm. We're in the th- we're the big three, mate. We're one of the big three. Yeah, but are we going to lose our hot little spine soon? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, if if the other squads start like jumping back on board, particularly the South Coast body surfers. I mean, there's two of our best best guys gone. I think. I don't know. I think they'll stay loyal to us. Uh, well, you never know. I mean, I think they're at their heart lies with the South Coast body surfers. But whether or not they're going to jump back on board for these comps, who knows? I think Lone Wolf is here to stay. Okay. Um, but also, I have announced my retirement from team body surfing. Oh, from the body from Budgie Boys. You've, no, you've no, no, retired. no, no. I will still be a, a big part of the bud, Budgie Boys. I will still sometimes, occasionally compete in maybe individual events. Okay, but I will no longer compete in team events. So more of a coach role. You're going exactly. Into. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and I'm training the new generation. I'm out yeah. there with Finn Padman. I'm mm. putting in. You know, we're waking up at five a.m. doing laps at okay. Salon Pool. I would also like to try and get a few, a bit of diversity into the group. It'd be mm. great to get a few more 
females into the team. Um, so I've been training a few of the young lasses around this these parts, and uh, I reckon we're going to have a very different team, not only next year but in to, in, in the years to come. Okay, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that, Tim. It, I, I mean, uh, big loss, really. It's for us. It's <laughs> you're breaking the band up prematurely, in my opinion. But if if that's the way that you want to go, that's the way you see the team going forward. Then, mate. Congratulations. Thank you so much for your time. I was thinking about playing out the rest of my career over in the UK. Yeah. Just doing a season there, just grabbing the cash and, yep. then, and yeah. then coming back, getting a, a cushy commentary <laughs> job. Um, but I thought, no, I'll finish up on top. Yeah. And, you uh, can go the fringe surfers team. Yeah. If they ever come out for an Australian <laughs> body surfing classic. But, you know, if you ever get very desperate, I'm, I'm, I might be able to do a... a who, who came out of retirement? Who was that Queenslander? Alfie Langer. Yeah. I could do an Alfie Langer, okay. but I don't, I don't think you'll need me. And I'm happy to be on the sidelines. I'm happy to, you know, spend a lot more time with my family. Mm. I'm, I'm, spend, uh, I'm excited to uh, explore new ventures. Um, Belly Slater has been mentoring me yeah. for a, a color commentary job that I'm very excited about. So the only thing that might get me back into the water is a potential trip to Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, well,. And I mean, they're they're the whispers, aren't they, Tim? You know, we we spoke with Ricky, and I, I he was he was tired. <laughs> He'd probably had a couple of beers at that stage. And he goes, "We're going to Hawaii next year. Mm. Keep it under wraps." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, we're not now. <laughs> but if like if if he pulls that off, mm. that's that's all time. And I know people are interested with the concept, right? Uh, they don't do a teams based competition. As, as far as I'm aware, anywhere else in the world, um, Ricky wants to take it on tour. And if he can get it in Hawaii, I'll put my hand up. I'll go. I'll fly over there. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to pay for it. But... Do Finn have money, mate? Do Finn have, ca- Do Finn not- have cash? <laughs> yeah, they can fly 130 competitors out. Plus, they were giving out Finns as well. Yeah, that's right. No, well, I mean... Obviously, you, you're probably not going to get 130 people from Australia to go over there. But yeah. uh, um, the, the hardcore the hardcore fans of body surfing in this country will want to come and perform in the highest stage. You know, and Hawaii is that. It, it, it's the home of body surfing. So if we can get, uh, as the com- if the community can get this team's concept over to Hawaii, I mean, sign me up every yeah. day of the week. I've already kind of accounted for it yeah. uh, next year regardless of a comp i think i'll be having a little trip to hawaii okay so i'll be going over there i think in some capacity whether mm. it's just for the podcast or if there's some sort of competition over there i have received a few messages from hawaiians and i've given them my two bob and this is how i think it should look now i have no authority <laughs> But as you said, 140 people, not going to happen. No. So, we have Hawaii. Obviously, one of the best teams going around. Mm. They're obviously going to be there. I think the Cobras should fly over. They're the best Australian team yeah. in the comp. They need to be there. They need to represent themselves. They need to represent Avalon and also their sponsors. Mm. I also think there should be potentially an Australian All-Stars team. Okay. So, you yeah. can put that together with... Some of the best budgie boys, some of the best uh, surfers for climate, some of the best uh, mm. newies, 
some of the best goldie sliders if they want to get involved again. You can put together an all-star team. I, I, I think even Bait Bay would probably have a few members keen to do that. Yeah. And then there's, I think, room for one more team. And that team, I think, has to be a Californian team. Yeah, that's a great idea, Tim. I, and I really like... You could even push that out to having a UK team. You know, if they're if they're willing to get it's over not too there, far, is it? Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I think that's a great idea. The only thing for me would be how do you pick an Australian team? It would have to be a ballot system, surely. Like you'd have to go. All right, we have everyone puts their name forward who wants to yeah, go. Yeah. And then it's just a voting. I think there's a. a but you a can only vote. <laughs> only people in the ballot can vote. And I think that that's oh. fair because if you have, if you go, oh, we're going to put it out on social media, Corey mm. will get it. Mm. You know, well, Nick will get it. Well, you Corey, know? will Corey be swimming for Defin Hawaii? Well, yeah, that, that's that's a possibility. But I, I think in in regards to fairness, you need to work out a system in which it's going to be fair. You can't just have. What about a selection committee? Well, yeah, you can do that as well, but. There's so many egos, and I spoke about this the last time I was on the podcast, Tim. <laughs> the last time I was on the podcast. It's our podcast. <laughs> There's anyone else is bloody on the podcast these days, Tim. <laughs> Except me. <laughs> um, but I, I did speak about this, uh, about the egos in body surfing. I just, like, I don't get it. One, it, I get really frustrated by it. And two... Like, yeah, maybe that would be great. I would love that to get the, the DMCs and the um and the like the pods of this world and uh and Ricky and Ecto, you know, let's get them all together and then they pick a team. But are all the all the stars gonna align for that to happen? Probably not. Well, I think it will still be a war event and war hand planes should have a big say. I think a selection committee made up of people like Ricky like even Peter Sperling, mm. like Belly Slater, even myself. I think we could pick a fair team and fuck ego. Yeah. Honestly, it's body surfing, mm. mate. You're having a swim in the water with mm. a bit of surf. Like, are you really going to be... I guess it's heartbreaking to miss out if you do take it quite serious. Yeah. But not everyone's in the Australian team. Not, you know, you had, you know, Edwards got cut and he just won yeah. best. He won the Clive Churchill medal. So... Yeah. It's it, it's tough, but mate, that's that's sport. Yeah, you know, Cody Simpson didn't do that great, did he? No. At an Olympic level. Well, yeah, I mean, he made the team, but he's not he's not going home with a bag of medals, mm. you know. And you're right there, Tim. It's very um, it's very important that you fairness is number one, but you also send over a team that's can match it with the likes of the Hawaiians. Mm. And the only way that's going to happen is if you have a fair. Um, panel in which they pick the best body surfers for that team now i i really like the idea of um us going and having a carry on in hawaii but in reality if we go over there we will embarrass ourselves (laughs) it will be embarrassing the budgie boys can't organize a night out at the pub no they're not getting to hawaii no no, so the budgie boys hopefully will be represented somehow but it won't be a full squad Mm. So, yeah, it'd be great if you could come over and maybe compete in that all-star Australian team if, uh, if you make the cut. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, uh, that's just an idea. That's just an idea. It's, I like it. It, it, it. It's got legs, but we'll mm. see what Ricky does. And we, we have spoken about going to Hawaii in the past and mm. COVID shut that down real quick. 
but there were probably a few other logistical issues that shut it down as well. So yeah. let's see how they work through it and let's see what happens. But as I said, I think I'll be heading over to Hawaii next year just for my own sake, just uh, to do some interviews, to film some content, to have a surf. Yeah. It seems like a pretty nice place. It's, a, it's an all right place, mate. <laughs> it goes all right, I hear. <laughs> I actually went to Hawaii when I was maybe about four, mm. maybe even younger, maybe three or four, and I would swim with floaties. Yeah. And uh, my parents would just let me go out in the surf with floaties, mm. and uh, we got uh, a big alarm went off and got a big warning for this thing, and we'd never heard this word before. They go, there's a tsunami coming. Oh. I'd never heard the word tsunami. It's, mm. you know, now it's part of our day-to-day life. Yeah. But we were like, what is a tsunami? What's going to happen? And they go, well, you want to get high. You want to get up in your hotel room <laughs> nice is, and that's high. That's not hard to do in Hawaii, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know Dane Torres by any chance? Can he hook you up with something? Uh, so we 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 were freaking out, and my mum goes, "I oh, will just put the floaties on Tim. He'll be all right. He'll just get swept away in this tsunami." Bye, it, Tim. It never came, and apparently tsunami warnings are very frequent. Uh, there was one the other day that nothing ever happened. Mm. So I'm not sure how um, they read the the charts and all that sort of stuff, but they do get them wrong a lot. Yeah. Um, but when they hit, they hit, and they're terrifying. <laughs> We've seen that. They're terrifying. So I'm so glad I didn't experience that. But yeah, I would love to go back to Hawaii. I only, only got to experience as a very young child and didn't really get to surf. Yeah. So let's give it a crack. And if if anyone wants to come with me, I'll I'll sort of put some information out there and, and make it a bit of a trip. Well, even the the regular swell feels like a tsunami <laughs> type wave when you when you experience it over there. I mean, for us on the east coast, the the max size of the swell that we're we're getting here for any form of a surfable wave is really 10 feet Mm. 10 feet maybe a little bit bigger like if if you're on a really exposed reef break you could you might get up to say 15 16 feet but that's a once twice a year thing what's the the biggest you think we've surfed together because we used to surf some big stuff yeah Oh, together probably six or seven. Yeah, I was, I was thinking a little under ten. I, there were some days I remember. Really? That, yeah. yeah, the South Day was really big. Oh, yeah. really? I thought that would have been around six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but even like for South, like yeah, that was true, a, a yeah. relatively big day. But, but the, remember yeah. Foster? Foster the, was and the day after Foster, you pulled me back and said, "Don't go out yeah, there, no, mate. No, no. You're going to drown. <laughs> Get that in your lungs. You're dead." <laughs> so yeah. I reckon that was probably around ten foot. Yeah, well, I mean, anywhere between the between the six and ten feet mark, it, unless it's really, really clean and offshore, and even then, if it is clean and offshore, you're going to have a high swell period, most likely. Um, it begins to become unrideable, mm. you know. But some of the waves that hit that north shore, even the ones that I saw, and I didn't even see the biggest swell yeah. that can come in, and that um that that those reefs can handle but it, they're like 15 16 feet consistent clean barrels like it's just nothing you've ever experienced before tim and to take a little old team from australia over there you know you'd want to be taking the best where does this is going to sound really dumb because i'm sure it's obvious and in the name but wedge mcgill yes wedge mill where where are they filming the wedge in 
in Cali. California, okay. Yeah, yeah so no. Because I saw some footage come through there today and that was looking like 10 to 15 foot. Yeah, well, that's a um, well typical wedge break, you know, like you can have a... Um, you can have a ten feet swell, and then when it bounces off the off the break wall and wedges up with the next um, line of swell, like then it becomes a twenty feet foot face. I, I have surfed mystics. I think I know a little something <laughs> about wedges. Are <laughs> I would love to go and and, and check out that wedge uh, in California as well. So, oh, it would be wonderful. Would do you it? think I could surf it? Yeah, I mean, like they only post footage when it's pumping mm. you know like there's no reason that can't be a very surfable body surfing um break at five to six feet but even when it's big there's like 40 guys on it yeah so that's, that's true. gonna be the issue trying to get, yeah. get a wave and they're pretty protective as well you know oh, the wedge guys yeah. are, are pretty <laughs> i want to use the word feral but they are feral in regards to keeping that break pure mm. because they see it as a body surfing break and they don't want just anyone coming in thinking that they're heroes and trying to go, oh, look at me, when these guys have surfed it for 40 years. Yeah. Like, and it's not... I don't think it's the same vein as these surfers that grow up in Cronulla and they go, oh, I'm, I surf Windy and Windy's my break. I think it's more saying like, hey, no, come and respect the wave right. because if you don't respect the wave, like, it's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. And every time they get a big swell there, there's neck injuries, back injuries because people go in there and they don't respect it. They think that they can surf it because they surf back home or wherever they come from and they get hurt. Mm. So so get travel insurance? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before I let you... That's ca- the moral of the story. <laughs> it's Kim. the moral of every story. Insurance, insurance, insurance. Mm. Before I let you carry on about the Australian Body Surfing Classic because I haven't really given you a chance yet, I just want to tell a quick story. Actually, there's two stories I need to tell. I was going to tell a story on the live podcast, and we need to probably have a chat about the live podcast Mm. and reflect about that, but there was a story I was going to tell on the live podcast, which I might close this show with, if I can remember, because I keep forgetting for some reason, and maybe that's a sign that it's not a good story. (laughs) You've been beating this story up for a while, Tim. It better be good. So, I'll try and close the show with a story. It is a forward sell, (laughs) but also, a quick story, Matthew Bond and I went out for a body surf it's bondy not bond and i bond and i <laughs> that's his like tone and <laughs> tones and i he's a musician he's been busking on the he streets is, yeah so bondy and i we went to uh well it's so funny he lives he says he lives out west but it's like northwest and it's what an hour and a half away from cronulla yeah it's, it's quicker to get to me than it is to you so i got a message saying i'm leaving my place now i'll be there at this time and i was out north as well and I'm like I can get there quicker than Bondi Mm. I'm going to leave and meet him there and I'm lucky I did because no one else went so Bondi would have driven an hour and a half to go to the beach by himself so I get there first I size it up it's looking nice size two to four foot Mm. and not too many surfers out there two to four foot is like that's when you say two to four foot it it's more on the two foot than the four That's foot. That's right. You yeah, know? yeah. It's only those. It's not three to four foot where it's like mo- most of it's four. Yeah. But I'm conservatively saying it's three. But there was some freakish sets that mm. were four. That's like when you say <laughs> it's six feet. Yeah. All right. And it's actually not six feet. It's four to six. Yeah. 
But when you say it's six to eight, then you go, all right, now it's big. This is Rich Evans territory. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And then if you go and like it's it's eight foot plus, mm. that's when it starts getting a bit hairy. Should we put together a bit of a chart yeah. with a bit of information like that? I that's, think so. That's handy. Mm. Have a picture of Rich under a six yeah. to eight. Yeah, that could be good. Who? Uh, me and Bondi yeah. down the One other to three. tail end. Yeah. Mm. So I was very keen. Bondi saw a bit of whitewash that was a bit full and thick and he thought, oh, I'm going to struggle swimming out there. I said, what about over like north? There's a nice little nice little peak there. We can just sit on that corner and, and get some waves. He goes, oh, I don't know. No, no. What, what about over there? There's a rip taking you right out. Mm. There's not too much water. We can get out there in a second. We'll catch some nice waves. Uh, let's just go get breakfast. Mm. And now we have a friend who... You've passed a lot of cafes, mate, to get to the beach. To just have breakfast. Much better cafes mm. as well. So, we have a friend who's always like, when we don't want to do something, he'll be like, come on, yeah. come on. And he, he peer pressures us into he, things we sometimes don't want to do. Into yeah. So, I didn't want to be like that, but I should have maybe pushed Bondi a bit harder and said, nah, you can do this. We're going out. Mm. And I think if I had one more person with me, we would have gone out because it was very nice and not too many people out there. Also, it was a public holiday long weekend. The beach is normally packed. Mm. So we were there kind of early-ish, but not many surfers, which was very odd. I think maybe people were hungover or something. That's why Mm. not many surfers were out there. I was excited to get in, but I don't go out by myself that often. Nah, it it takes a lot to go out by yourself. You have to be a real committed surfer. I went out the day after the Australian Body Surfing Classic. I went for a surf at North Cronulla in some shories and man did I put on an exhibition mm. oh my goodness I was doing <laughs> fucking flips I was doing spins I was like why wasn't I like this yesterday and then I were went were you in control of any oh yeah, I was, yeah I was doing really well I, and there was those two boog riders I don't know if you've ever seen those two big bald boog riders yeah Robbie and Jesse <laughs> <laughs> and one of them caught this wave that was honestly a foot tops. Mm. And then he paddled back out to his mate and goes, yeah, you got fully barreled, mate. <laughs> fully barreled. <laughs> but they had right of way and I was letting them go. So I sort of was trying to show off in front of them um, when I could get away. But I was, I was having a great day. And then I spent pretty much a week with Dane Torres. Yeah. We played golf. We went out for Chinese. And then we, we went for a little East exploration so we checked out Coogee, Maroubra, Bronte, Bondi. Mm. We ended up having a surf in uh, Maroubra and it was a bit washy but I saw Dane do something that impressed me a lot and I'm not sure if he meant to do it. He was just cutting across, getting a little left, starting to get a little bit in a barrel and then the backwash hit and Mm. I don't know if he timed this but he went for a spin off the backwash. Yeah, nice. In a barrel. Yeah. And it was, again, two to three foot. But I was like, that's the sort of stuff I just absolutely love. And there was some backwash at the Australian Body Surfing Classic mm. and I saw no one utilize it. Yeah. So, it's it's, it's just time though, Tim. You know, you have to kind of get the right way. Yeah. Kind of have to... Like you, that's really advanced body surfing there. If you can work out how to time that and use the backwash to your advantage, mm. then I mean... I mean, the stars are aligning there. Um, but yeah, it, it is one of those things. I, I got hit by some backwash at... Uh, you love a bit at, of backwash. Oh, I love backwash. But I got hit 
with Backwash at Womp Camp. And I think, I don't know if Rich saw it. One person saw it. And I have never been so far out of the water, <laughs> out of my control. Like it was like a three second, yeah. one, two, three, and I hit hard. But it, it was like exhilarating. It was so fun. Mm. But if I could have utilized that, chucked a little spinner in there, yeah. mate, that's a 10 point right. Exactly right. Well, let's get into it. I'll save that other story if we do have time, but I do know you have to go soon. So let's no, 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 mate. Uh, we got plenty of time here. So let's let's get into the Australian Body Serving Classic. First of all, the night before the live podcast mm. at the Newtown Hotel, big night, huge night. We yeah. we we sold four tickets. Yeah, <laughs> into in the lead up to that event, which I was very sad and by, especially because I know our audience is niche. I felt like the cult following was going to come out. Yeah. And maybe because it was in Newtown, maybe that was the wrong call. We should have maybe hosted it in Maroubra or Bondi or Cronulla. It's hard to get a room. You guys ever tried to get a room in Sydney on mm. a Friday night? Yeah. And again, we had a 6 a.m. start because mm. there were so many other things on that night. So it was a little bit disappointing, but... At the door on the night, sold a few more tickets, which mm. was great. And then we just let everyone in. And we had a very nice little crowd. I thought it was a really fun little crowd. Yeah. So, we uh, we started the show with uh, the comedic stylings of Belly Slater. Mm. I did not know he was going to do that. A joke. <laughs> and I listened to the podcast you had with Jesse and Wolfer. Mm. Uh, and Wolfer said, you gone out to be in the room. And Jesse was like, yeah, I didn't really get it. I think with Belly's joke, I don't think anyone was ready for comedy straight up. Yeah, he started cold. He started cold, but like even I was in the room and I was like, is he trying to get my attention? What's he trying to... I think he just needed to give, give a little like, oh, hey guys, we're, we're on here. And then everyone would have been in. Well, we... Because the joke wasn't that bad. I listened okay. back to the joke. Uh, and I was like, it's, it's okay. Very long setup. Yeah, long setup. <laughs> Ooh, but also, I, I thought Belly was bring, just going to bring Finn on, who yeah. was the opening <laughs> act. So, I, if I knew Belly was going to do some material, we would have brought him on yeah. and, and got the, the room ready. So, it was sort of a bit all over the place. But it's kind of nice to have a cold, cold mm. opener. So, Belly opened the show and then handed it over to Finn Padman, regular guest here on the Body Surf Podcast. Very good surfer, very good bodyboarder, and now a very good body surfer. Mm. I thought he absolutely killed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed Finn's set. And, I mean, body surfing gags, fair enough. It went over the heads of a lot of the um, comedians in the room, and mm. that's fine. But the body surfers in the room loved it. Mm. You know, and, and that was kind of as part of the problem when you, like, we probably had, what, 20 body surfers there, you know, and, like, if we had the full room packed, mm. it would have been great, you know. But um, for the body surfers in the room, Finn's jokes were just, they, they sung. I loved it. Yeah. And then we we did a bit of gear and then we gave away the Mulga and then we were going to give away a slide handboard but didn't really have time because we wanted to give the headliner as much time as possible. So we were like, let's give away the slide handboard tomorrow and then we were like, oh, it's probably in a bad taste <laughs> to give a slide handboard away mm. At a war event. So, what I'm thinking, we'll look at all the people that attended and bought tickets to the live show mm. and then we'll draw a winner 
out of the hat. So yeah, and and the slide handboard um, was actually given away as a as a prize beforehand, um, <laughs> but given back because the person who won it said, "Listen, I actually don't need it. I've got a slide board. Yeah. Why don't you give it on?" So Aunt Quinn, thank you so much, and also to obviously Trav Davies who mm. gave it. To give us a surprise yeah. before, so I mean, he's getting a lot of he's getting a lot of advertising out of this one board, but that's okay. What sort you know, of board is it? It's a Buller. It's a Buller. So yeah. this is the the primo board uh, that Slide have, and I think everyone would want it. It's worth over two hundred dollars. Yeah, it's so a really nice board. It's a very nice board. A couple so of body um, budgie boy stickers in there. Oh, nice. that, oh yeah, mate. Are we, we going to sign yeah. it or something? Nah, we probably won't sign. <laughs> that would devalue it a lot. <laughs> a lot. So. I'm hoping, because you're right, half the audience were comedians or open mic comedians mm. and the other half were body surfers. So, hopefully a comedian gets it. Yeah. And we recruit a new person to the sport. Mm. That could be very fun. So, when are you going to do that draw, Tim? Uh, well, let's do it soon. Mm. Yeah, maybe our next episode if we can remember to do it. Because yeah. now we have the body surf shop on board. They want to give us some stuff to give away. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we got to get rid of some radio stations. Used to do this. They would do whatever's in our prize cupboard. We're giving away. Mm. They would do a week of giveaways of just the most randomest stuff. Yeah. So third let's get caller. rid of all. Be the third caller. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. Uh, Twenty-five words or less. Mm. <laughs> Tell us why you should win this board. So well, let's. Give this board away in our next episode and then we'll start fresh. I think we don't have any more gear to give away. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah. But uh, obviously, for the Patreon listeners, first up, mm. we're, we've got some shirt. There's shirts and, and, and mugs and stuff like that coming. Mm. The kitties, the kitties full. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. It's, on the, it's on the cards. Uh, with the body surfing As shop coming yeah. on on board, though, we, we're going to be selling this merch through through yeah. the store. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 very twenty twenty three is looking bright. Yeah, a lot of people want the mugs. A lot of people want shirts. A lot of people want swimwear. Mm. So let's see what we can do. I would even like something more creative. I would like maybe you know coasters, stubby holders, tea towels. Yeah. But let's not go too crazy. Let's just uh, keep it simple, keep mm. it basic, and see what we can do because. Here's we only sold four tickets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you might only sell four mugs. You can't get a hundred of them. That's right. So here's a question for you. Can you wear your own merch? Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like wearing the uh, your own merch. Um, Dan, Lone Wolf did it at the the Australian Body Serving Classic, man. You had the, the retro Lone Wolf green jumper on, mm. mate. That thing is schmick. And people are going, oh, we should. Lone Wolf is the kind, he's really underground. Yeah. Like, and a lot more active probably five years ago. Mm. Um, but if you did get a hold of one of his boards, craft some out of um, old skateboards, yeah. really high craftsmanship, really good boards, and then this like really r- retro vintage merch, great colors. Man. And he's got a great story as well. So I'm thinking mm. he'll be a guest on the Body Surf podcast yeah, as yeah. soon as possible. So everyone. Well, can we get tried to get him in a couple of weeks ago. Just didn't link up. Yeah, yeah. That happens, you mm. know. And uh, now we've got, you know, three producers working for us. We might be able to yeah, streamline yeah. this whole operation. Mm. So, but what about if you're in a band? You can't wear the band merch. No, no. Yeah, but, but it's, it's a bit different. different for a podcast yeah, yeah. or a Body Surf uh, gear and stuff. Mm. All righty. I think that's all I wanted to say about the live show. Oh, Crookshank. John Crookshank. Yeah, and and uh, did you upload the whole set on the Patreon? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
not going to listen. I don't know. So I... Uh, you he's big time, mate. He's, he's not listening to the back files of the Body Serve podcast to find out whether we burnt his meat, his his gear. I want to do a bit of gear right now. So, <laughs> I edited the audio. I got the audio up on the live show that morning. Mm. I edited that at like 1am. Yeah, got, I know. Got you it got up. it up very quick. Maybe around, I might have been up around 2am Saturday morning, the day of the Australian Body Serving Classic. I was at... Allura Beach at probably four a.m. or four thirty. People are like, you know, when you got when you got kids, you know, you just you sleep. You you don't get any sleep. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? What people who have kids, they slept too much before they had kids. Yeah. So they they're shook. Yeah. They think that that's like that's different. Now. Yeah. Throw a few kids at me. I don't think it would. It would make a difference. <laughs> You'd be like flicking the kid. I'd to be wake waking him the up. kid up. Yeah. What are you doing, mate? Yeah, come on, we got a schedule <laughs> exactly. to get to. <laughs> so I, I, a lot of people go, "Oh, you wouldn't understand if if, if you didn't have kids." Once I I was like, "Oh, Jerry Seinfeld's new material was a bit a bit all over the place," and someone goes, "Oh, you wouldn't get it. You got to be married." <laughs> You got to be married <laughs> to get observational comedy. Yeah. Come on, mate! Yeah. Don't, yeah. Like, don't run at me. See what happens. <laughs> Fucking married people, mate. <laughs> so Crookshank, John Crookshank, Redfern Electrical, one of the I think one of the best comedians in Australia working at the moment. Also, just has put out some amazing films. Mm. I've put the films up on the Facebook group. So he made a film called Redfern Electrical, which is like a mockumentary about him quitting comedy to become an electrician and to start his own business. He is an electrician by trade. He was an apprentice for many years and he works as an electrician, but he's pretty much doing comedy full time now. Um, So that film's amazing. He also did uh, a surf film with drag foam boards. Mm. Now, this was a collaboration between a skate shop and drag and Crookshank. And they they do actually screw trucks onto the surfboard yeah, right. and skate on them. So that film's also up. He also just has a great video about a merch drop because he sells his own polos mm. and that just so he's just an amazing filmmaker, let alone stand-up comedian, let alone skateboarder. I asked if he gets into the water that much. He's he's not he used to live in Oatley, so he's a local boy done good. And he doesn't really surf but he does some laps and he gets into bondi but he's keen to do a swim he wants to do i think uh bondi to bronte or something like that Mm. so you know it'd be great to get him on the podcast one day well his his gear was very good he's a big boy though he's a like he is a big dog in the comedy community yeah so it might be hard to get him on but he does a few podcasts here and there Mm. so who knows he might he might give us a crack uh but yeah 20 minutes of Solid stand-up material. Mm. The only joke I didn't get was the cream. The cream? Remember the cream joke? He goes, I need a charger. iPhone, Android, nah, cream. <laughs> I don't think anyone got it. And then he said, <laughs> yeah, so, so, sometimes you got to go with the shit. Sometimes the jokes tell you, he yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but I just don't know what cream is. <laughs> What's cream? <laughs> I, I might have to Google that, or uh, if you Google cream, you're just going to get cream coming up. <laughs> so, is it a sort of phone? Is it a sort of product you get at a service station? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. I'm so confused. But yeah. what a great set! So, what a great night. The carry on was 
bigish, but not too big because we had to get home yeah. for the Australian Body Surfing Classic. The funny thing was there were more body surfers outside <laughs> than were inside watching us. What do you mean? Well, the whole, like, Daryl and his crew from up north, they were all there at the pub. Mm. Everyone's having dinner outside. Rich Evans rocks up. No, Rich didn't rock up, but everyone was outside. Well, Jeremy Weiner yeah, was yeah, in the yeah, crowd. Yeah, yeah, he brought yeah, yeah. a friend. That was really nice. And um, Gareth from the Budgie Boys. Yeah, he rocked up late. He rocked up late, but he's been very supportive and he's come to a, a lot of my live shows mm. and stuff. So um, big big ups to Gareth and we'll get him on the podcast soon because mm. he's a great guy and has a cool story as well. So I think that sort of wraps up everything in terms of the live show. Did you enjoy it? Would you like to do another one? Yeah, I th- I think so. We we would have to work on a few things, but I, I think everyone had fun and Belly killed it. Mm. Um, <sighs> he was so so good on that keyboard, and uh, you know we can ju- uh, we can only improve from here. Mm. What I will say, Tim, is your comedy bit after our show where well, you did did another room at the mm. um, at the same pub. It was brilliant. Mm. It was really, really good. And and Belly, I saw Belly looking through the. You must have been so proud, Tim. <laughs> you saw Belly looking through the the window. We got, because obviously we didn't pay to see you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not doing that. Um, but yeah, Belly was looking through the window, and he was like, he was in awe. Mm. He was like, I didn't believe like Tim was this good. I've been doing it three years. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like sometimes, and, like, and it took a while. It yeah. took a while, and I'm um, I'm at a stage where I'm a I'm kind of comfortable. It's still very hard work and mm. very scary, but I'm getting there. And I think I only did seven minutes or so. I ran a bit short. I was meant to do ten, um, but I did a, another show afterwards upstairs. Much better set. It's yep. funny. The first show, you sort of work out what's what's working and what's not, and then you get another chance and you go, I'll cut that joke. Because I opened with a new joke and it bombed. Mm. I had to work my way back from nothing because I lost the audience. Yeah. With, but I did that joke the night before and it killed. Yeah. It's tricky. Mm, it's tricky. It's a funny business. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky. <laughs> play the sting. We should get... We can't play Run DMC. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so let's get into the big dance. The Australian Body Surf Classic 2022, put on by Warhand Planes. Oe, this is your chance. Have a spray, have your say. It yeah. was your day. You owned this day, mate. Well, what I will say, and Dave, if you're listening, you can you can turn. You're not listening. He turns off way before. He told us like, he turns off what, <laughs> half hour in. Yeah. No, not even half hour. Really? As soon as we start going off tra- off track, he's like, "All right, catch your boys." I feel like this episode's had a lot of body surfing chat. It has. Yeah. It has. Um, Have you seen any films lately? <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. Yeah, That's pre- Wood- can Woodstock- we chat about that? No, no, okay. no. Woodstock '99 was recently watched. Oh, Have you yeah. seen that? What's Three the one with series? Dimitri Martin? Don't yeah. get us into it. We'll talk about it later. Is it we'll stealing, talk about wood, it stealing Woodstock? Give this stuff to the Patreon. <laughs> All right, that's what they're paying for. Uh, listen to me. Um, first and foremost, thank you so much to the listeners. Thank you so much to um, my parents now deceased. Thank you so much to your parents, Timmy. Still alive. You know, Al was a big inspiration for me. You know, he's uh, he's get he's getting out there. He's having a body surf, yeah. going out without fins on, and no, no he's got he's got some fins. He's got fins yeah. now. Oh, that's good. Um, you know, Al will go down to 
to wander, jump in. He's go, got oh, pods. Mate. Oh, there you go. Because he used to have Scuba Steve's. Mm. And I go, you can't do that. So I've, got, I've given him a few different ones. He likes the pods the best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a lot of people have, um, ha- have contributed to this moment, Tim. <laughs> and I don't think that we got the... Mm. I don't think we got the accolades we deserved. I would have liked to have seen a speech. To, from to be honest, yeah, yeah. I, I think here we you have, go. Here's your speech. We mate. should have been invited to to speak because at at the heart of body surfing in Australia is the Budgie Boys. You know, it's it's the carry on group that that really reflects what white males want to be. <laughs> you know, you want to be able to get your rig out. Mm-hmm. No one cares what you, what you're doing, what you're thinking, what you're saying. Mm. And just have a good time, you know. And, and we say, "Oh, like we're first in friendship. We're, ne- we're never going to do anything." That makes this even better mm. because we not only just had a carry on and uh, and decided that we'd just jump in for the sake of it, mate. We effectively beat the best of the rest, you know. Defin and the Cobras are never going to be taken off those top two spots as long as they're there. I really cannot see that happening in the slightest. So really, first place is third, you know. So effectively, we should be saying we came first. Yeah, and I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't think that that's the same. And people go, oh, well, you wouldn't have been there if, unless you got the fin sprint victory. I'm more happy about the fin sprint victory, to be honest, than coming third. We came second in the fin sprint. Once again, you're not going to beat the Cobras. They're lightning. Well, but you know, Defin won. Defin won because of the fin sprint in 2019. That's the that's the name of the the game. You know, this is a team's body surfing competition in which the fin sprint contributes to the overall. I was points. impressed that Defin won the entire competition without winning the fin sprint. Yeah, that yeah, that's did right. my head in. When Cobras won the fin sprint, I said it's all over. Yeah. Cobras have got this. You know, and uh, the Cobras surfed so well. I mean, they they're just all consistent. The whole team is. Of a high level, you know, most of the other teams are battling with two or three decent body surfers um, and making up the numbers for the... Well, really, like on the big scale of things, we're making the numbers up. Really, even the better body surfers in those teams are making the numbers up. Um, but those guys and the Defin guy... And I wasn't confident about Defin. I thought Cobra's had in the bag this year because, yeah. I mean, so many changes for Defin, um, even with um, the addition of uh, Little Ace Davies. I mean... He's just 12. He's a good body surfer. But, I mean, the Defin guys are... In my individual, I was with Dane. And I I razzed him up after. I was like, mate, I almost had you there. Almost (laughs) had you. I came third. (laughs) I was nowhere even close to him. And I I think Jesse said it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. I caught a cracking wave. Probably my best wave in competition. Um, And I literally turned around to swim back out. And Dane did a front flip and Mm. kept riding on the wave. Yeah. And I just went, well, you know, I'm going to have to go into the, the tricks bag for next year to try and improve my um, my scores. I think a year we may be able to get some more um, more tricks going. That's, that's for another stage. But this year it was about making up the numbers and really for, for me and for us, we could have never, ever even dreamt about beating Bait Bay, beating um, Eastern Suburbs, beating Marubra even, they've got some great body surfers <laughs> to come third. And when that when they announced it, and Ricky did a really 
um, really well to kind of go up from fifth. I was like, oh, well, we're not even going to get our name read here. We're not even going to be able to carry on. I kind of missed fifth and fourth. It just came straight to third. And I go, well, they're already doing third. Yeah. We're nowhere near that. Well, the Jess and Mad Dogs, I'm pretty sure, came fifth. So, Gerringong team. And then when I heard that, I was like, oh, gee. Like, new team on, um, on the block. Like, if we can't even beat those guys, what hope do we have? And then Bait Bay, fourth. Mm. And I'm going, oh, dear. Like, they get their thing, uh, patness on the back. Like, better luck next year, guys. And then the Budgie Boys gets read out as Team 3. <laughs> and honestly, like, I, I, couldn't, I could not believe it. I was so happy. I was so, so stoked that... We did. We we mopped up the floor with Rob Meldrum. You know, we we <laughs> we did away with the Nick Brabots of this world. We didn't have to listen to him carry on anymore because we had we had the rain. And you know, it's only going to last here. I can't see us repeating this ever. I really cannot see this happening again. So no. I'm going to bask in it for sure. And thanks, thanks for getting us to this this spot. You know, it was a fluke. We fluked it. We we made it happen. We got third with Bondi on our side. How does that make every, all the listeners feel? <laughs> you know, like it was just one of those days. And Tim, you know, I haven't even started on the fin sprint yet. But that was when I looked up after diving into second place. And I, I saw Wolfo looking at me with a big grin on his face. And I just said, did we beat? Did we beat Bait Bay? And he goes, mate, you came second. And I was like, we what? What do you, what do you mean we, we came second? He goes, Bait Bay haven't even finished yet. And I was like, I, I, ran, and, I ran and jumped in the ocean. It was euphoric for me. It, the, the fin sprint means so much more to me to, to even coming third overall in the day. <laughs> and I got to change our Instagram page. We are now the second fastest body surfing team in Australia. I would say we're the second best body surfing team in Australia. Yeah. And I've had some issues. And that's that's a hard thing coming out of our mouths, Tim. I don't think so. I've been <laughs> saying it everywhere. This is my biggest issue, Oe. I've gone to work. I've yep. gone to family functions. They go, oh, how was the body surfing comp? Mm. We came third. And they go, oh, great. Anyways. And I go, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Define Hawaii in first position. DMC Cobras from Avalon in second. The Budgie Boys in third. And the rest. One of those three don't belong. (laughs) Like, this is a massive achievement. And have you heard the email I sent through to Wide World of Sport? I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I just wanted... I wanted people to understand how grand this was. Mm. This isn't just, you know... A little surf comp. Mm. There's 140 competitors in it. This isn't just a little, you know, muck around with a few teams. There's a team, an international team from Hawaii, who have the best body surfers in the world. They invented the sport. <laughs> and they beat our brains out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but to be there on a podium uh, with them, yeah. it's very, very nice. It would have been I'm a nice very, moment. very, very proud. Yeah, you know, like that. And that's what they need to do. I know that the, the winners got the gold medals, but where's the podium? Mm. You know, where's the, where's the accolades? Where's the like, yeah. we're holding our hands up, we get to stand alongside the champions because it's never going to happen again, Tim. Well, I bought a few extra Australian body surfing classic shirts and I'm going to get one of them signed by the team, the Budgie mm. Boy third place team. I'm going to get it framed. I'm thinking of getting 
some medals made up. I think yeah. we need some bronze medals. Oh, for sure. Because we and also we've been in talks about maybe we've always had this idea of putting a team photo up at a one of our favourite pubs or mm. at a surf club as a sort of a joke to see if anyone notices it. Yeah, yeah. I think we need an official photo at a Lura Surf Club now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The article in the leader was just like, "Oh yeah, the budgie boys from C- no, from no, Allura no, no, and no, no, Bay, no. Bay from Cron- uh, from from Wanda came." Mate, it's our fourth. it's our beach now. <laughs> it's <laughs> I'm walking around like the bra yeah. boys. I'm on a we jet ski. We grew here, mate. We grew here. <laughs> <laughs> now we should not endorse the ownership of any beaches. <laughs> we are not about that. But definitely uh, we we deserve some more respect than what we're getting. And I know there's some funny jokes. Oh, we'll never hear the end of it. Yeah. And you won't. You won't. <laughs> Have we ever heard the end of when other people succeed? Yeah, that's right. Oh, um, Paul's never lost an individual. Man, I've been hearing that for years. Exactly well, right. And he's, he surfed well. He lost this year. Every every good thing comes to an end, so I'm going to bask in the glory exactly of this for right. as long as I possibly can. And as can. you say, it's all we'll ever get and it's all we'll ever have, so let's enjoy it while we can. <laughs> in saying that, I did say let's just carry on for the rest of the year and then we'll start the podcast fresh in the new year and try and be a bit more dignified and professional. Yeah. N- now, I-, I feel as if I performed quite well. Other people on the day performed, obviously, better. <laughs> Who... Who won the Clive Churchill? Now, mm. and what is the Clive Churchill equivalent? Is it? It's the Mark Cunningham, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah so who won? And that for for international listeners, the Clive Churchill is the um, NRL man of the match at the grand final. So we're saying the Australian Body Surfing Classic is the grand final of body surfing. Who was the man of the day? Now there were some honourable mentions. Someone mm. uh, in their individual comp. Did not catch one wave. Yes. That got an honourable mention. Mm. Someone got wave of the day. Um, someone got longest ride of the day. Um, I think Ace also got an honourable mention. But yeah, you're right. No one got the man of the match. The Mark mm. Cunningham. <sighs> See, I, I'm bad with names. I'm bad with faces. So, But there's also some big dogs there that always get a bit of credit. Mm. And they've already been... Rewarded, so maybe yeah. we don't mention them. So, like Cobras, obviously, I just think the Cobras have a, as a team deserve, deserve something. Their KPIs are incredible. Yeah. The amount of waves they caught unnecessarily, because like you only get judged on your four best waves, and mm. that's what Hawaii were very good at doing wave selection. And Hawaii didn't catch as many waves, but they did more on them, I'm guessing, and that's how they won the day. So, just the Cobras are so freaking good. Mm. So I'm not sure who's the driving force. I did meet three of them, and I've been in touch with them to try and do some stuff on the podcast. But still, they are kind of faceless men to me. Mm. Um, Very fast team for an animal without legs. <laughs> uh, who 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 ate the apple though? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, uh, so that person who didn't catch a wave, that's very funny. Because <laughs> that's almost He's like... He's got the Mark Gunning? That's yeah. the Bondi Award, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is. So that's a great award to have. And again, the, the person with the most heart, I think, also deserves an award. Well, Tim, you, and you can sit there and think about something if you, if you want, but even if you can't work out... the Body surfing was the winner on the day, one. <laughs> but I, I can tell you who the worst person was on the day. 
don't, I don't have the information on the best person, but the worst person. The worst person on the day was Corey Sainsbury. Oh. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to go a very different direction. No, 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 no. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> there's a raffle, right? <laughs> At the after party, there's a raffle. They've been selling tickets all day. They sold a thousand fucking tickets in this raffle. But it was also for a very good cause. A great cause. So the uh, the climate, the surface against climate change. Against climate, so <laughs> for, for climate. <laughs> surface against climate change. Surface for climate. Surface for climate. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I think that's what they're going with. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is. That was the the raffle was um, for that. They were giving away a Patagonia wetsuit, mm. right? And they've sold, a th- as I said, they've sold a thousand tickets in this thing, right? And Ricky gets up there and I know it's not rigged. I know it's not. And this is why I'm, I'm so angry about the entire moment. Everyone's sitting there with their raffle tickets. People got fistfuls of raffle yeah, tickets, uh, right? Uh, I've got it this year. I'm going to win it, right? Ricky pulls this out and he goes, whatever number it was, like B28, blue ticket. Pause, 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 turns around. Corey Sainsbury. Corey Sainsbury wins this this wetsuit, right? Everyone goes, oh, yeah, clap, clap, clap. But the people in the know know that Corey Sainsbury sponsored by this group and he gets a free Patagonia wetsuit. It's a few. He gets, a, he gets them all the time. So the one guy who actually has no need for this prize and he was so smug about it as well you see him get out there he's ta- he's laughing he's getting pictures with belinda bags he's bow he's bowing to the crowd he's saying thank you guys what an asshole <laughs> worst on worst on ground Corey sainsbury seat number zero zero <laughs> zero one c montgomery Burns. and here come the yeah, tomatoes yeah, that's right that's what exactly it was and the boos were unbearable i'll post it i'll post the video because it's I've I got think, it. have you seen it i think Corey handled it very well i think it was the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> it's really funny yeah Corey knew exactly what he was doing <laughs> and it was the funniest thing I've ever seen at an event like that. The f- <laughs> and like, I've been to a few meat raffles. Yeah. They're a shit show. Yeah. Something always hilarious happens. Yeah. That was the funniest raffle I've ever seen in my life. And Corey played it very well. He played it like a NIDA trained actor. Yeah, yeah. He went to Julian just to do that scene. Like, that was amazing. I loved it. Uh, I don't think it was an ass move. I think it was very funny. But I think the worst on the day, and I've already said this on the podcast, mm. for not only his attempt at the fin sprint and dropping the baton, he, his body surfing, but like also just attitude. Spray, just you? the attitude of this guy. <laughs> like, he's an absolute <laughs> C-word. I'm so off him. I'm so off him. I'm I'm not sure if you're in a few group chats with him, but Robbie Meldrum, Mm. oh my goodness, that guy's got to go. (laughs) He's got to be dropped from the East. He can maybe redeem himself with Maroubra, but I don't think the Maroubra, who's the secondary reserve grade club, I don't Mm. think they want him. No. Oh my goodness. So he's my pick for for worst worst (laughs) on the day. My pick for best, I'm going to go with a debutant. I'm going to go with... Mark Brabot. Was he a debutant? Yeah, first time competing okay. at, yeah. at the Australian Body Surfing Classic. He was a late inclusion. He wasn't, mm. wasn't available initially. I think he had the work or he had something on. And they got him in the team. 
I think Bait Bay did some very interesting things this year and I was really excited by it and mm. that was one of them. And I think he's a top bloke. He's very young. Yeah. He's very newish to the sport. I don't think he takes it as serious as Nick and Luke. Mm. But that's my pick for, for the best and fairest of the day. The, the Mark Cunningham Award. And you know what? And we've had our, um, our run-ins with the Bait Bay body bashes <laughs> over the years. But what I will say is, um, gentlemen, Gentlemen oh. and women, yeah. really. Like, they're, they're really nice guys. Particularly, uh, for me, I, I find the Brabots really good to get mm. along with. Luke's always really accommodating. Whenever we see him, he's hey, boys, how you going? Just really, really gentle, friendly guys. We we carry on a bit. We, we give them It's all fabricated, yeah. and it's always been a thing. It's like the, the Battle of the West or whatever, yeah. but... I should have mentioned as well when we mentioned the new team that we do have a line of guest co-hosts that permanently come and fill in. So, Luke Brabot is a member of the Body Surf Podcast as one of our yes. most frequent guest hosts. We also have Matthew Bond, Jesse Mawson. I think that was all we kind of put in that pool. But again, anyone's open to come in. <laughs> yeah, and international correspondents as well. You know, we're, Super we're, Biscuit. Yeah, Super Biscuit yeah he's our, our US correspondent. So yeah. we, we probably should look for a UK correspondent mm. as well. But we kind of have Guy Butcher doing some stuff for us, which is cool. Yeah. Now, now Timmy, just before I wrap up, I, I did want to say the perennial second place, the Cobras. Mm. Um, obviously, wonderful team. You know, My the, favorite body surfing team from day one, and I've never really met them. I've always watched them from afar and just been in awe. I, yeah. I, I asked if I could get some merch because I love their merch. Mm. They've got these great big bright red hoodies with the Cobra on it. I think some of them may have Cobra tattoos and stuff. Mm. It's a great little logo. They were like, mate, we made these 10 years ago. Yeah. How are they in such good condition? Yeah, they look great, don't they? But yeah, he's like, no, we, they, we wear these every day. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm... Australian champions, obviously, yeah. you know, um, but they're, they're really the Tom Melbourne of, <laughs> of and uh, the explanation of that is that there's a, the, there was a horse called Tom Melbourne, right? And it, I think it ran 15 consecutive second places, you know? So when did they jump off into first? You know, did, when, do, when do they win a race? Did Tom, didn't Tom win one? He did, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. we went wild. Yeah, it was great. He eventually won, which was like the it was like the sun had dropped out of the sky. You the, know, the Budgie Boys are like the Tim's principal. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want shit horse names, come to us. Um, but yeah, well, Timmy, I, I think that we or a Bella horse. They need the accolades that they deserve. You know, they yeah, like yeah, yeah. Hawaii is a great team and they fly out and they sponsor the event. They're not winning just because they're, they're sponsoring the event. They are the best body surfers. We oh, get yeah, it. Yeah. But, you know. And it was close. Yeah. It's very close, but they deserved the win. They did mm. very well. Um, I've gone back and watched the live stream mm. many times and. Every time I see something new, I go, oh, absolutely, that was incredible. Yeah. So, they definitely deserve to win, but it's heartbreaking to see the Cobras come second again, especially mm. when they won the fin sprint, which in the past has gotten people over the yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah, but congratulations to them. Um, mm. Obviously, we'll never attain that, but I mean, second best, in a, second best team in Australia, Timmy, in the fin sprint and overall, the that's a win for us, you know. That we're 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 not not going to top that. That's two silver medals in my in my books, and I mean, if if anyone can top that next year, then power to you. But but it's just been one of those. It's been one of those um, 
those great, great things that you'll look back on in 50 years' time, Timmy, and you go, oh, mate, wasn't that good? And to do it with the likes of Daryl and the likes of um, Harry, Joel and Joel. Harry. You know, and, and Lone Dan, Wolf, like, yeah, yeah, it was just it was wonderful. We had a great team. Um, it was a really good vibe. The and new, new friends for life, really. Yeah. Like it's bonded us forever. Like mm. um, Lone Wolf and I have been surfing a lot, and we've become pretty good mates. Um, but the other boys, you know, I think that's just gonna put us in this this school of body surfing. Mm. You know, we're the class of 2022. Yeah. And I'm still waiting to get some good photos because I want to print these off and put them around the house because I don't want to forget this. Mm. And I, I got a tattoo. Yeah, that's right. Tim. I got a tattoo because yeah. I never want to, to, to forget that moment. And we always said we would get tattoos if we got first. Mm. And um, I think we said we were going to get it on our butts. Yeah. But because we got third, I said, I'll just get a tattoo. If anyone wants to get it, come along. But I didn't think many people would be keen. So, I just got one on my ankle. It's a pretty safe place to mm. get it. So, um, I'm very proud of the tattoo. Although, I haven't been doing pretty very, very good with the aftercare. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, the first few tattoos I did, I was very good, very precious. Mm. This one, I've been jumping in the pool. Jumping in the spa, yeah, jumping right, in mate. the salt water. It's just a precaution. You know, it's not like it's not like the ink's going to run out. I think it bleeds and the ink gets thicker. Uh, mm. I don't know. I don't know. But like I, I was saying, like pirates have tattoos. Yeah. As if they're looking after it, but then they go, pirates had bad tattoos. Mm. So I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be a pirate, Tim, with a little budgie on your ankle. I don't want to be a pirate. <laughs> All right. But I, I reckon we are like... Uh, how do you tell people about this event? You've probably been hanging out with the family, with friends, with work colleagues. I've tried to keep it on the download because no one gives a shit. <laughs> they're like, how'd you go? I was like, we came third. And they're like, as you said, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. No, then like you got to listen yeah. to a half-hour story about how they slow-cooked pork. <laughs> but yeah, no one gives right. a shit about winning a yeah. body surf comp. Yeah, that's right. I know. <laughs> that's the thing. And it's like... The thing I get shitty with is people that have no hobbies and they're always fucking busy. And it's like you've watched 50 series of Netflix. I'm like, Tim does that and runs nine comedy rooms. Well, <laughs> That's a full-time job. Yeah. You're sitting at home on your ass asking about like, when do I get more time to live my life? Go out and win a fucking body serving competition and maybe you'll think about your life in a different way. You know, yeah. it's it's a big thing here where like... I'm not trying to sell the, the body serving community to everyone. I, I love the lifestyle. It's great. It's a great way to get some energy out. But, um, you know, like, just do something. Get out there in the water. You know, we're trying to, we're, we're trying to just live this life. Mm. You know, and, and if you're getting excited about slow-cooked pork, don't get me wrong, slow-cooked pork's great. Not, I'm not ragging on the slow-cooked pork, Timmy, but there's more to life than slow-cooked pork. Absolutely. But I also like the excruciatingly boring people because it just, <laughs> it just makes us look so much better. Yeah, and people, yeah, people, go, people go to me in April, they're like, oh, you're always so busy. Yeah. Can't, can't catch up with you anytime for, for coffee. I'm like, I ain't got fucking time for coffee. Mm. I'm doing shit. Yeah. Like... Mate, I, I got to I got to drive down to Sydney, do a podcast. I got to jump in the water in the ocean. I got to try and do this, do that. I got yeah. a full time job. Got to run around, mate. Got to make the grass look good. Mm. Taking a leaf out of 
Alan Rankham's book. You got to work out when she's ovulating. That's right. You got to do everything, mate. You can't, you can't have time to sit down and have coffee, mate. If you're living your life, there's no time for coffee. Yeah, uh, and I just don't know how people do it. I I honestly wouldn't be able to survive if I didn't have these things to do. And when I've been in dark places, the things that have got me out are things like body surfing, yeah. things like podcasting, things like stand-up comedy, things like skateboarding, things like hanging out with friends, things like watching footy with the boys. And it's so important for your mental health mm. to have these things around you because it's life's not fun without it. And, no. and it, it can get very, very lonely and very, very dark. So... Join a body surfing club. <laughs> That's right, Timmy. And speaking of dark, it's getting very dark in this room and we should uh, sign it off because we've been chatting for a little while. You could make a part A and B of this if you really wanted to. Might milk Can I it check out a couple how long of weeks. it is? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say hour uh, 15. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Spot on, okay. hour 15. So I'm keen to put it all up. Okay. One big... This is how people normally do podcasts. Dave Malloy will listen to the first five and then if you want to <laughs> hang in for the, the rest of the hour, have a crack. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been good to be here, Tim. Um, uh, very, very randomly that I was down on a, um, on a school night, but mm. here we are. Mm. Is it a school night? Well, it's whatever night you're listening to. Is it. The, I thought the Queen died again. I thought we were just we we're getting all these nights. Oh off. yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. It's just public holidays until Chrissy now. So I would really hope um, before we do the sign off, and I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but make this sign off real special, <laughs> okay? Well, because it's going to be the last one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode. This is my eulogy. Play this at my funeral. Yeah. Actually, I was thinking about this the other day. A lot of people go, because uh, a lot of comedians came and watched the live show and they mm. go, oh, we, we want to listen to the podcast. What's like the best one to start us off? Mm. There's an episode. Maybe I'll post it on the Facebook group. We'll get it out somehow. It was the f- one of maybe the second episode we did when we had the new equipment. We did it in my old place. We had a wooden bar. We didn't have a backdrop. So it's just a blank wall. But it's one of the tightest podcasts we've done. It's between the sets and it's like episode 34 or something. Mm. Let me, let a, me yeah. find it and I'll put it up on that Facebook group. It's really deep in the archive, but it is a very tight episode. So if you're new, go back and listen to that one. I'll put it up on the Facebook group. And if you haven't listened to the live show, give that a crack. Mm. How good's the edit? Oh, yeah. Of yeah. the live show. The audio. Everything's different. So the Patreon's different, the audio's different, and then the video's different. Mm. So you might want to check out all of them. Yeah, yeah. There's there's little Easter eggs in every That's single right. one, you know. Well, you, when you're you... editing at two in the morning, <laughs> there's no room for consistency. Yeah. All right. But we got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. But remember. Remember that the Budgie Boys came third overall. In the Australian Body Surfing Classic 2022. And second only to the Cobras in the fin sprint, making us the second fastest and second best team in Australia. And it's always overhead when you're body surfing. You, bye.